multifamily mindset. Podcast. Think, think bigger. Woo! Aloha and welcome to The Weather Outside is Frightful And the Snow is So Delightful. That's good, I think. Where does it go from? No, we can't. No, that's good. That's good. That's an intro. No matter where you go, just remember your mom's. Nope. Oh, not that one. Not that remix. Welcome to the Multifamily Mindset (laughs) Podcast. Christmas episode with Jackson Campbell, Tyler Devereaux. And man, we're feeling the spirit, as you can tell from those of you watching on YouTube, from my shirt. Well, I'm feeling the spirit. Jackson. I'm feeling the spirit. Yeah, internally, not yeah, externally. Internally, internally. Yes. And I'm also feeling the spirit here in office because we have ourselves a nice little Christmas tree provided by the wonderful Nico Streetman, as well as these beautiful poinsettias. <laughs> and what's not on camera is a beautiful wreath that we have as we well. It's all wreath. lit up. It gives me the Christmas spirit. I feel it. Yeah. You know what? Shout out to Nico for always, for always hooking it up. Oh, Even and this image behind us looks mighty fine. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Twigs and berries. Christmas. Yeah. Love it. No, back to shouting out How Nico, are your twigs though. and berries? It, they're good. They're fine. Twigs? You have twigs? Nope. <laughs> Nico does do a good job of keeping the office vibes immaculate. Oh, yeah. She got us a charcuterie board this morning as well before we got started. Big ups to her for sure. Big ups, dude. Always keeping it, always keeping it fresh here in the office. Yes. I'm very grateful. Bro, listen, let's talk about Christmas and the... I know you're going to get the conversation with questions, but it's like the... just. The meaning of Christmas, the joy that Christmas brings, like yeah. what's so pa- powerful about it? Well, dude, Whatever think, direction you want to go. I think a lot of times people talk about Christmas, right? The meaning of Christmas, everything that comes with Christmas. But as you and I were chatting before we started here, there were two things that really stood out to us during the Christmas season, right? Yeah. That's even whether you celebrate Christmas or Hanukkah or don't celebrate it all or whatever. Those the sentiments that are felt that are felt during this this season at uh, this time of the year are palpable. Mm-hmm. They're real. They're real feelings and they're real s- sentiments that we feel. What were what was the one that you pointed out? The first feeling that you feel when you think of this time of this the year? feeling of hope. It's yeah. like it, it's it's what I love about Christmas is no matter what happened <clears throat> throughout the year, you get to Christmas and it's like this this hope. Mm-hmm. Hope for, you know, just the, the, the holidays are beautiful, but then hope for a, you know, a new year that's coming. And there's just, there's just new found sense of hope. Yeah. Seriously, regardless of what just happened, the holidays bring this new found sense of hope. Yeah. And, and then it, you mentioned. Every, everybody's on that same, that same wavelength, too, of hope. Mm-hmm. Right? Everybody's gearing up for the new year. Everybody's kind of like analyzing their year that passed in hopes to have a better year for the next year. And it's like mm-hmm. that last week. To both celebrate the final year, the last of that year, and to also prepare for that next year. Tons, tons, and tons of hope. But when we were talking about it, the one thing that came into my mind around this time of the year is charity. Mm-hmm. So much charity, whether that's, yeah, charity. I mean, yeah. I don't need to explain it any more than that, but there's so much charity that is coupled with that hope that comes around this time of the year. Tyler, talking, you, of, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, do you yeah. think that those go hand in hand? I think they have to. And what do you yeah. mean by that? Well, char- well let's, th- let's think of charity, dude. Let's think of charity. If you're giving something, you're going to hope that it's received. Wherever that thing was given, you're going to hope that it's received to benefit that person, right? Yeah. So anytime you really, like, 
that's why I like gift giving too. It's like, you really don't know what that person wants or what that person needs, but you're digging into your thoughts and what it is that they might enjoy or may need to hope that it's going to benefit their life. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think they play hand in hand. How do, what do you think? I know you probably have a thought there. How do I they do. I'm going to, I'm going to ask this real quick. Hey yeah. Siri, what's the definition of charity? Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm, I like that last one. I like one. the third one. Kindness, For those of you that couldn't hear it, yeah, yeah, go, what did it say? Kindness and tolerance in judging others, right? Yeah. Kindness and tolerance in judging others. Yeah. Then the other ones were along the lines of giving. I like that last one. Kindness and tolerance of others. Because that is what happens. During, it's funny, dude. Yeah. It really does. And I believe. So my thought, you asked, I asked you, are they combined? Are they uh, you know, affiliated, related? I believe yes, for sure. Because I believe that with charity, charity is giving, right? Whether it's giving kindness, giving patience, giving gifts, giving money, giving whatever. And I believe that when you give, that giving shows a form of abundance. Giving like shows that you believe dude in abundance. And I believe abundance is a prerequisite to hope. Like in order for you to hope, hope is a form of abundance. Like you don't have it yet, but you hope that it will be there in the future. So you're willing to sacrifice in the short term for the hopes of a better future. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's beautiful. Uh, so I definitely think that, that they're aligned. And I think that the more you give and then naturally see that it comes back directly or indirectly in your life, the more hope it creates in your life. Mm -hmm. that's, that's why I believe that we should be able to create this not just during the season, the seasons, but regular basis. Yeah. We should be able to create that yeah. by the way we live. Yeah. Right. Okay. So let's, let's dive in there, Ty. How can we, how can we cultivate that hope and charity on a daily basis to kind of have that sense of not necessarily Christmas spirit, but this, but the, the sense of hope and charity that we feel around Christmas time. How can we cultivate that daily or what are some tips and tricks you think? Well, do you know what else I think, man, I'm going to tie this in. We didn't talk about this, but what precedes the Christmas holiday? What holiday precedes the Christmas holiday? Thanksgiving. And what's the whole theme of Thanksgiving? Being grateful. So uh, what if I told you that I believe, and I believe, well, first off, I know this for a fact because of, of polls, you go do, um, you know, do uh, studies. December is the favorite holiday or favorite month of the year like national poll december is the favorite month of the year i can't remember the exact percentage but go look at polls it's a favorite month of the year what's interesting about that is december is also the coldest month of the year interesting in most places not yeah. in every place but in most places it's the coldest month of the year how in the hell is the coldest month of the year also the favorite month of the year well i believe it's because of thanksgiving man thanksgiving sets it up it sets the tone for it, right? All of a sudden, Thanksgiving comes and we become very grateful. Yeah. We start to recognize and list some people for a whole month, even though we preach listing out gratitudes when? Every day. Every day, multiple every times morning. a day. Yep. Yep. Most people don't do that until they get to November. But all of a sudden, what happens is they start listing out their gratitudes in November in preparation for Thanksgiving, and they realize that life is beautiful. And so then what happens once they reach December? Life is beautiful. New it's sense. their favorite month. Right. They feel it. Yeah. 
Well, do you know what's also interesting with that is that January is rated by and large the least favorite month of the year. Mm. Why do I believe that's the case? Well, because we, so gratitude through November sets up December to be beautiful. All this, you know, gratitude and, and, and you know, hope and everything that, that is cultivated in December, then all of a sudden maybe we let expectation drip in. Mm. Maybe we have an expectation that this gift is going to be better or that people are going to give us more gifts or that it's going to, the holidays are going to be, no one's going to fight or whatever our expectation gets in the way of our gratitude all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. So where we let nothing get in the way of the gratitude in November, which then sets up December, in December, we let expectations get in the way of our gratitude, which sets us up for a shitty January. Interesting. Right? Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So if you look at I, I do believe it's super interesting. So yeah. how your question is, how do we maintain that throughout the year? Gratitude, dude. Yeah. Gratitude today will set you up for a better tomorrow. Yeah, dude. That's so, that's so true. The gratitude is kind of what prepares you. Yeah, man. For that hope and that charity in December. And what you're saying is that that can be cultivated and that can be done on a daily basis. The hourly right? basis. You, you just, yeah, hourly basis. I love that. An hourly basis even, dude. Like you, you zoomed out what happens in November, December, and January. But really that happens daily. Daily. Yeah. Ty, how has, how has cultivating gratitude um, benefited you in your life in this sense of doing it daily? It strengthened me so much, man, because no matter what is going shitty, and trust me, you may just see, you know, all the good. Sh There's lots of stuff to go shitty, yeah. man. Lots, dude. And when I find myself in this uh, despair, and despair is the opposite of hope. And I promise you, I find myself in despair. We all do. We're humans. Like that happens. Mm -hmm. Gratitude's what resets me, man. Because what gratitude does is it it, it redirects your focus and instead of on lack it redirects it to abundance because it redirects it to what you do have and what all, all these things that are going great. What happens is it's so easy to magnify problems because they're right here, mm -hmm. right here. They're so loud. Yeah. But if you can start to magnify gratitude, those problems go into the distance and it doesn't mean that they're gone. They're yeah. still there. Yeah. But mahalo is, is this attitude of gratitude, right? You hear that, but mahalo really what that is is a way of life. It's a way of life. It's not just this, I'm grateful for this or that. It's a way that you live your life. No matter what's what's going on, you choose a perspective of gratitude. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's, yeah, that's so good. Hope, like you're saying, it precedes the, uh, no, 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 sorry. The gratitude precedes hope. Yeah. You have to have gratitude before you can be hopeful. Yeah. Right, that's what you're saying. Dude, that's so good. That's so good because it, it's almost like hope is, as you're talking, this is kind of what came to me. Hope is the action of the gratitude. Actually, almost. hope is still you, okay. a belief. Okay. So I believe that there's this. Um, actually, I'm curious, man. Let's, let's actually look this up. See, I love doing this kind of stuff. I love doing this kind of stuff, like looking up just definitions. Because it really it tells you a lot, you know. And it says, so number one, it says a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. So interesting. We talk, is that interesting? Yeah. We talked about how hope is is cultivated in December, but we then not no. I didn't had not read that yet. And I also told you that I believe that January tends to be the well is the least favorite month, you know, from uh, polls by and large, by and large, a huge amount. Yeah. Because of expectations get in the way of our gratitude. 
So or it, we even stop being grateful. Yeah. That's yeah. what I see to, like come towards Christmas time too, is the gratitude does start to fade. Mm. And it all becomes about the hustle and bustle and all about the get, make sure you get the gifts on time, make sure you wrap them nice, make sure they're under the tree for a week so everybody can see how pretty it is or whatever. Yeah. I feel like towards the end of December, towards like right when we should be the most grateful, is that's when like the stress ensues mm. all the all the traditions ensue and all of our maybe our fixed mentalities around that time of the year yeah also creep back up around that time of the Man, around like that. that time of the month and then christmas is over and maybe those expectations weren't fulfilled like we thought they would be and then yeah we're, yeah. we're kind of bummed about it going into january Man, who's ready to think bigger? Listen, Peak Partnership is almost here. It's going to be here very fast, and you need to be there. Okay, you need to join us in Orlando, Florida, March 21st through 23rd, 2024, for the biggest and baddest real estate event that you've been to. Yeah, we're talking lots of networking, lots of inspiration. People like David Goggins, Jim Quick, Jamie Kern-Lima, your boy Tyler Devereaux, and a ton of more than that. You're going to connect with multifamily professionals that will teach you and show you how to build generational wealth, transform your family legacy with multifamily real estate. And that's all happening at Peak Partnership 2024. It's the third time we're doing this event. And listen, this one will be the biggest one yet. And I will promise you this, you do not want to miss out. So go to peakpartnership.com, reserve your seat. You can click the link in the description to register as well. Can't wait to see you there. Do you want to know what I love about my mom is... <clears throat> Christmas was pretty stressful for my mom, mm -hmm. like growing up, because she had to work m multiple jobs, dude. Yeah. Um, and she worked overnight, like a graveyard shift at the post office. And I know she hated that, but she did that. She did that so that Christmas would be um, joyful for her kids. And, but what I love about my mom is she was so grateful. She, she didn't expect anything from anybody at all. That's why she did what she did. Why she's such a hard worker, but she was so grateful for anything, anything that anybody else would do. She was so grateful for it. And what's interesting about it is she worked the hardest during that time frame. Like that time frame, the holiday time frame, is where she worked the hardest. And my mom's a hard worker. She's always been a hard worker. Um, but no matter no matter what was going on, her attitude was 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 gratefulness. Yeah. But what's interesting is then come January and Strat had, Strat had just mentioned that and I thought it was such a great perspective. He said, people always have to also have to go to back to work in January. Right. They've been spending all this time with their family. Yeah. Doing the loved one things. You yep. know what I mean? Doing those, those like really good things for the soul that connect you with your loved ones. But what was interesting is my mom was working the hardest during the holidays and so things slowed down for her in January. It, she she continued to work throughout the holiday so that we would have a good holiday, and then things slowed down, and so gratitude enhanced even more at that point. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But it's a great point, like going back to work, right? So there's some some lag. Why do you think going back to work makes you know removes the gratitude? I think because a lot of people aren't doing what they want to be doing. <laughs> like that's the easiest way to probably say it. Yeah. A lot of people go back to the. Strat mentioned those soul-sucking jobs that they don't love, but they feel like they have to do. Mm. Yeah, and that, that, that I think for anybody that can be stressful, and that could definitely make you January the worst month ever for sure. After doing things that are so beneficial for you as an individual through the month of December, having that hope and that gratitude through November and through December and 
looking so forward to spending time with the family, spending all that time with the family just to go back to your regular life on January where it's the shit you don't like to do. So here's what's interesting about the definitions, because I, I like that, man. So it says, it says this. Hope, the definition of hope, is a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen, okay? So most people put their hope or their expectation, if you will, on other people to come through. Mm-hmm. But I believe hope for a great thing to happen needs to come from you. And so what, what I mean by that yeah. is if you're at your job and you're you know, feeling like it's soul-sucking, it's because you don't have hope for you. You have your hope is based on somebody else to change your situation. Mm. Your hope is based on some the situation to change, but because somebody else has changed, changed the situation, instead of you just having hope and belief in yourself and an expectation of yourself that you will change the situation, mm. that you can perform, that you can change it, that you're the creator. Because I believe no matter what the situation is, once again, we've talked about this, but you can find gratitude in the situation because you have hope in yourself. Mm-hmm that you can change for a better future, right? So good. That's my perspective. Yeah. So, yeah. so, you know, the holidays are beautiful, but our expectation a lot of times is, you know, on the situation to be beautiful because of a gift that we're getting or something that's outside of our control. And yeah. any time that our expectation, our hope is based on something outside of our control or outside of us is what I guess I should say, because we're the only things that we ultimately control. Mm-hmm. Like my hope is very much tied into my faith, but my faith is also very much tied into me. Meaning I believe that with you know, my faith in, in a greater power that I have the ultimate power. That's what I believe Yeah. to change no matter the situation. Yeah. Yeah. So. Dude. So, okay. so as we wrap up this episode, Ty, and by the way, that's whether it's December, January. That's what, yeah. That's what I'm trying to say is that the, that's exactly where I was going with this next question is like, as we, as we kind of wrap this up, how do we make like, not how do we, cause we kind of have been, this GD that. fire alarm keeps going off this whole episode. So for those of you, if you cannot hear this, this has kept going off and we've cut it out in the future aspects. Of the, but this time we're just going to let you keep listening to this fire alarm with us as we talk. You want to know why? Because I am going to remain grateful even though this is piercing me to the inner core of my brain. Yeah. Hopefully it's piercing you too listener out there i can't even remember my train of thought with this thing going what was i saying how do we what is something that we can do every day to cultivate that dude yeah to cultivate that i think that the morning time is critical to cultivate gratitude to cultivate hope dude every day you should wake up and do the first thing that i say when i wake up every morning today's gonna be a great day or amazing day. I say one or the two. Today's going to be a great day. Today's going to be an amazing day. The other day, I was freaking beat up. I was so tired. It was mm-hmm. on Monday. Yeah. And guess what? I didn't say it. I thought about it once I got home. I said, oh, man, I feel so beat up today, man. And I came into the office, and how did I look? Beat up. How did I act? Beat up. Tired. I was tired. Yeah, man. Yeah. So the, I was just tired. Yeah. And I believe how we think dictates how we act and so we set the tone first thing in the morning of this is how i'm going to set the day to go yeah i'm going to decide how this day is going to be and today's going to be an amazing day yeah that being said it's okay to have a day when you're tired yeah shit happens yeah because you were tired you were dude you had been working your ass off all weekend and you had just gotten home so you were you were beat so it is okay to be tired yeah for sure for sure but yeah i agree so cold throughout you can have an an amazing day tired for sure yeah yeah for sure yeah yeah 100 percent 
Totally, dude. Yeah. yeah, you're listening to yourself. And then the other side is to cultivate it throughout the day. And what I mean is just to know that you can. This is what I loved about the Tony Robbins event too. Is you talked about your state. Mm-hmm. And he said at any given moment you can change your state. Mm-hmm. So if you feel if your state is one of despair, then change it. Now I believe you ha- as an individual have to be self-aware to know that you're in a state of despair mm-hmm. or whatever that looks like, depression, despair, negativity, whatever. Be aware enough to recognize it, and then, as Dallas Pruitt talks about, catch yourself in everything thinking, which is what that is, and correct. Change it. And the quicker you can catch it, the quicker you can correct, and the quicker you can continue to maintain hope and direction and do positivity in your life, you know? Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Tyler, anything you want to say regarding Christmas as we wrap up here? Any Christmas message that you want to give? Or should we just wrap it up because these alarms don't stop going off on us? For the record, there is no fire. They're doing some tests. We're good. But even if there was a fire, we're in it for the long haul. We'd be in here. We're burning this mother effort down well, for you. I don't know about all that. <laughs> <laughs> so the question was, um, anything else I want to add? Yeah, Christmas-wise. And uh, I loved the third definition that it gave us earlier, which is the just charity was hope and or sorry patience and forgiveness or kindness kindness. yeah yeah. that's what i would like to end with man that's what i would like to end with this this um holiday season the holidays are special what i want what i want you to take from this what i would love all y'all to take from this is that every day is special man every day is special it shouldn't be seasonal it should be just a way of life man but i will say that the holidays are special and to capitalize on the holidays, to maximize every opportunity that you have during the holidays with those that you love. And that doesn't mean not get your work done. I believe some of the biggest separations in my life have been during the holidays getting work done while other people are chilling, right? Ed Milet talks about this, separator season. While other people are taking a haul a month, it's really a holiday, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. But when you're with your family, right? Dallas talks about also be where your feet are. So when you're with your family, Dude, be present, be present, show love, be patient, patient, be kind, remove your expectations and replace your expectations um, with appreciation. The minute that you that you trade expectations for appreciation, um, life changes, life becomes more colorful, life becomes more beautiful, all those around you become more beautiful and uh, uh, that's beautiful, you know? So that's what I would challenge people to do. I love that. I love yeah. that. Ty, thank you today for today's episode. I don't know if you – we dove into so many great values today, talking about charity, hope, and everything else. But do we want to end – do you have a Hawaiian value we want to end on today? Yeah, man. Ho'okipa. And if you've ever been out in Maui, Ho'okipa is a awesome beach out here in, in Maui. Awesome surf break as well. Uh, you'll see Kai Lenny out there windsurf from time to time. Lots of windsurfers out there, though. Yeah. But it's just a great surf break. Um, there's a bunch Big of turtles one. there, yeah. always on the beach. Seals. Yeah, yeah, it's a good spot. It's a solid spot. Yeah, beautiful. But what's cool is we looked up the word ho'okipa, and it literally means ho'okipa means to entertain. And you think about all those things that we just talked about, that's very entertaining. But it's also commonly used to mean a hospitality. And I loved that when I read that because, you know, ho'okipa – and the holidays, if you think about it, are all about being is about hospitality. And if you've ever been in a Hawaiian home, not just during the holidays, at any point, the hospitality ho'okipa is in abundance. Yep. 
They feed, dude, just at the, we just did an event out here in, in Oahu. And man. What was there for sure? There was so much, dude. And they, people brought, you know, donuts and pastries and um, things to make sushi rolls. And uh, it was, it was amazing. That's how the Hawaiian people are wired. And I love them for it, man. They live, breathe, sleep, ho'okipa. And, uh, but even though, you know, Ho'okipa loves food and luau's and parties, the deeper meaning is that we love sharing with one another. That's what it is, right? Sharing with one another. We love an excuse to get together, create meaningful memories, nourish one another physically, spiritually. There is something beautiful about nourishing others. So my advice to the holidays is to live Ho'okipa, man, to literally be, be you know, live hospitality, live Ho'okipa, and remove your expectation from other people and instead go into those parties, go into those things with your families, go into those situations that you have to nourish. Because once again, there is something beautiful about nourishing other people. And by nourishing other people, we inevitably nourish ourselves, our souls. Right? So good. Anything else you want to add there? No, man. I, no. I think you've nailed, you nailed it on the head right there for sure. Sweet. Yeah. Love it. Y'all, Merry Christmas. Meli Kaliki Maka. Cannot wait for you to have an amazing new year as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for spending another year with us here on the multifamily mindset. We love y'all. We appreciate you. We are grateful for you. Uh, and man, just, we love doing this. And once again, we can only do this because you continue to tune in. You continue to listen. You continue to share. And uh, man, uh, grateful for y'all for sure. We're grateful. It's like been another us. amazing year, record numbers for us at the multifamily mindset podcast. Okay. And that's because of y'all, uh, we don't do any advertising for this. You do our advertising for us and God bless you. You know, yeah. we appreciate y'all. Love you. Ho- hope you have once again, just the best Christmas an amazing new year and that you live always. And especially through the holidays with Aloha peace. So good. That was a great exit. Multi-family mindset. Podcast. Think, think.